For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm on the phone with Paris Denard, RNC National Spokesperson and Director of Black Media Affairs uh, for the RNC. We appreciate you coming on Word on the Street, Paris. Uh, thank you very much. First question, um, yesterday I want to get your feelings um, on or your thoughts and your uh, feelings on um, – the passing of General Colin Powell? Well, there's no doubt that uh, General Colin Powell was a true trailblazer when it came to his life and legacy and opening up doors to a lot of uh, black Americans. Um, starting off as a White House fellow, you know, I was pr- appointed by President Trump to be a commissioner on the White House Fellows uh, Commission, uh, and I saw the good work that uh, we were able to do to identify young talent. Uh, and placed them in the government and helped them to learn and uh, for a year. Uh, and a lot of them looked up to uh, the leadership and the trajectory of people like General Powell as they came into the fellowship program. Um, he paved the way for people like Dr. Condoleezza Rice to serve uh, in multiple administrations, namely as uh, in the National Security Council of National Security Advisors, as well as the a secretary of state uh, like General Powell did. And so uh, his loss is, is tremendous because in, in politics you have people who have served uh, for, in so many different capacities. So the arc of his life and the arc of his commitment to uh, this country is immeasurable. And uh, he's one of the true uh, American success stories. When you look at where he came from and where he ended up, uh, it truly only could have happened in America. Absolutely. And many of us as black conservatives, uh, that's the way I feel. Um, And you mentioned President Trump. President Trump just uh, released a statement a couple hours ago on a passing one that kind of got me a little upset. I don't want to put you in a position to say yay or nay, um, but um, it seems like for many of us as African-Americans, Colin Powell's passing meant a lot to us. Well, you know, we, we've lost a lot of uh, great leaders. I, I'm here in Atlanta today, and I'm thinking about Herman Cain. Uh, Herman Cain is another one who was a true conservative. Herman Cain was one who uh, committed his life to excellence uh, and was a great example for uh, black Republicans and how he, again, had a true American success story from com- going from abject poverty to uh, a corporate CEO to a, a very strong <laughs> presidential candidate an advisor. Uh, and so when you when you look at uh, what we've lost uh, in the past two years in terms of uh, of some of the, the greats, you know, I, I'm also thinking about Herman Cain as well, uh, because we have to be sure to uh, have the younger generation understand, especially the younger black generation, understand uh, that there are people that come before them that have paved the way uh, especially in government and in, in positions of leadership and power. There's nothing wrong with the hip-hop community. There's nothing wrong with actors and entertainers. But there's other ways of, uh, of being known. There's other ways of getting attention and public service and, 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 and being in, po- in the political sphere and doing it from uh, an alternative position, uh, a Republican or a conservative 
uh, position or standpoint is, is okay, and you can have a very successful life, a prominent life of service and of, of meaning uh, on the Republican side. And so I hope that young people will look at uh, these, these great men and women uh, in our party that are in the black community, but also um, have served under Republican presidents and leadership and, and, and take note and, and, and model their lives after their legacy of leadership. Well said, my brother. Well said. Um, so you're in town uh, for the grand opening of the RNC Black American Community Center. Um, I am extremely excited about tomorrow's grand opening. Um, I've been telling everybody that will listen about this grand opening tomorrow. Um, it thrills me that this is happening here in my state. Um, tell me about the uh, the community center. Tell me what it's going to do in your opinion, and tell me why it's so important um, to be opening up here in Georgia in College Park. Well, thank you for announcing it on your show a couple of days ago, but I also want to make note to your listeners that this is not something that's new. Uh, we are reopening uh, the, these community centers. We had two last cycle uh, in the Atlanta area uh, uh, that were black community centers. We, they were paid for by the Republican National Committee, but branded under the Trump campaign because we're in a presidential election cycle. They were called Black Voices for Trump. Uh, And so here uh, in Atlanta, we already opened up one for the APA community in Berkeley Heights, and we're opening up the one uh, for the black community here uh, in College Park tomorrow, uh, which will be uh, Wednesday. And we're really excited about it because you have to have a sustained uh, presence. Uh, Shelly, you know this. You have to have a commitment that you just can't show up uh, to the church you know, two weeks before the election, or you can't just show up to uh, the, the the local meeting or event, you know, two months before the election, expect to have the vote and expect to earn the trust. You've got to have a sustained presence. And so that's what we've done. Um, we are, we're going to be here well before the midterm election. Uh, we're going to have a presence here at this community center. And in addition to that, Shelley, we have also uh, run ads. We've had a, a digital ad campaign in partnership with the Atlanta Daily World. And I bring that up because it's not just having the community center. It's also uh, getting the word out on a multiple uh, media platforms, so not just talk radio like your show, but also in black newspapers, because we want to have the community, the black community, aware of our of how serious our GOP chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, takes uh, this $2 million national effort. Uh, and so we hope, Shelley, that we are able to have a, this center be a sort of a resource center so if people want to get more information about the party, about certain policies and things that are happening, if they want to um, uh, get registered to vote, if they want to knock on doors, if they want to, in some instances, we'll have programming around particular policy changes and, and rule changes and things that can benefit them, especially think about tax day and things like that. We want to be a resource. Uh, but we also want to be a place where people can get the truth, that people can get more information about what actually is happening in our political system, because we all know that black people are not a monolith. We know that black people are free-thinking, independent-minded individuals, and if given the opportunity uh, to be presented with the information, they will make a decision that is based upon the best interests of their family, their friends, and their community. Uh, and we're going to give them that opportunity, and we're excited about doing so uh, at our community center in College Park. We're on the phone with Paris Denard, who is the uh, RNC national spokesperson and director of Black Media Affairs for the R- uh, for the RNC. Of course, uh, tell in your words, just give me an average day at the RNC's new Black Engagement Community Center. The average day is going to be, you know, our, our, our staff is going to be there 
opening the doors and we're going to be sending out you know information. We're going to be planning uh, events that take, that can take place you know in August with Black Business Month. And so we, we they thought, how can we highlight Black Business Month and, and have a you know sort of like a roundtable discussion here and using this facility that, to do something like that? We'll be doing programming like that from the community center. We'll be reaching out to people, uh, reaching out to community leaders saying, hey, if you want to have an event, if you're going to have a forum, if you want to have a roundtable, consider having it at our community center. Uh, let's, let, let our director be involved with it. Um, let our coordinator be involved with it. With it. Um, we're going to be doing uh, grassroots events, uh, outreach in terms of getting out the vote, door knocking, phone banking, but also just having it open to the community and having programming and resources that are going to be available. So like I mentioned before, when, it, when tax season comes up, we want people to be able to come there and possibly get uh, information on, on how to prepare their taxes. We want to be there to provide a resource to them. And if it's just the utilization of the facility to have a meeting, to talk about, to have conversations about the party or about the candidates or about policies, we want to be there. So it really, truly is going to be a resource center, and it's not going to be a typical day because, you know what, we're going to be open and we're going to be flexible and we're going to be responsive. And we're going to be listening. And so if the community has ideas, we want to hear them because we want to be here to be there present in the community. Before I let you go, tell people um, how they can um, RSVP, RSVP for tomorrow and then tell them how they can get in touch with the community center going forward after tomorrow if they cannot uh, come tomorrow. Uh, yes, you know, at this point, I'm just telling people just come one, come all. We're excited about it. We we had the RSVP link up, um, and we've been posting it everywhere. But just come on down to the community center. Uh, we want people to be there, but also go to GOP.com. Uh, that and and if you go to take action, you can go to the Black American uh, page that we have set up there uh, because we want people to be able to. Be there, but it's tomorrow. Doors open at 5:30 p.m. 3581 Main Street, College Park, Georgia. Our chairwoman Rhonda McDaniel will be there. I will be there. A lot of other guests. We have candidates that are invited to to, to be there. We have some good local uh, Black Republican leaders that are going to be there, and the community is going to be there. And we want people to show up, be engaged, register to vote, sign up to get active, get more information. We want to be in the community. We are here in the community, and we're here to stay. And I also want to tell my listeners that I will be there um, getting interviews, talking to people, getting interviews for our show, and you could come see me and say hello, and we could take selfies all night long because I will definitely be there until the end to go on the air tomorrow night. So, Paris Denard, I appreciate you joining us um, here on Word on the Street. I love you, brother. Thank you for all you're doing. And um, just know, for the record, in front of tens of thousands of people listening right now, that Shelly Winter is going to be the strongest defender, the loudest supporter, and the biggest, biggest cheerleader for the RNC's Black uh, um, uh, Black American um, Community Center Engagement Center down in College Park. Well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. I appreciate your your position and the and the, the mantle that you have in the media and all that you're doing to you know really help the, not only the Black community but help this entire uh, state in terms of. Uh, of highlighting things that can uplift, empower, and improve the lives of so many people here in Atlanta. So we appreciate you, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.